0: If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Hey, it's Kathy. I wanted to drop some bonus episodes this week and share a few pieces from the workshop that we're doing. I want to tell you something else that's really exciting, which is that I created the most epic signature course I've ever created. It's a combination of all of the programs that I have taught that mean the most to me. And we have a new program called Drumroll, Please Boldly Abundant, Elevate Your Worth, Ignite Your Wealth. This class is The Guide to Prosperity. This is about fully understanding the inner work that needs to unlock so that you can allow riches into your life and also what are all the financial opportunities available to you. You will leave this program understanding all the different strategies that are incredible opportunities for you. Financial planners will be a part of this. You will understand investing you will understand starting a business. You will understand scaling a business. We will have experts in all different fields from career building to getting paid more at your current job to understanding what it is that you need to do right now that will elevate your wealth. So it is both the inner work as well as the steps to take. You can go to kathyheller.com slash bold and it will be a three-month immersion program. There is a gold level. There is a VIP level this is the program for women who are ready to be bold and fierce and fully allow themselves the permission to be rich. And what does that mean? It means asking for more. It means raising your self-worth. It means setting boundaries, but it also means taking decisive action and having that true financial literacy. So you understand What is available to you? Whether you're a nine to fiver and you want a better job, how do you get a better job? If you're a nine to fiver and you want to get more money, how do you ask for more money and how do you get that raise? If you're on the entrepreneur path, how do you start a business? If you're on the entrepreneur path and want to scale your business or raise your rates, how do you do that? And if you just want to understand investing and you want to understand compound savings and all the different ways that you can start to really let money work for you, this class is going to feel like the most bold decision you've ever made in terms of your self-worth and in terms of your net worth. Self-worth and net worth are intrinsically linked. And this is the program that will set you free so that 2024 is the most wealthy, abundant, bold year of your life. Go to kathieola.com/bold and make that decision that you're giving yourself the gift to give yourself full permission to be the most abundant version of yourself. KathyHell.com slash bold. I can't wait to see you guys pour in there and then we're going to spend three months together. So today I'm going to share this workshop that we did yesterday in case you missed it. Take a listen. Good morning. Welcome back. It's great to be back with you guys. It's been such a beautiful, sacred journey so far. How many of you just met me or came into my world last week. Doesn't it feel like we've known each other longer than seven or eight days together? That's awesome. Today, we're going to talk about all the things that you really, truly, truly desire and the things that you've already tried. And we're going to try to understand why that didn't work and what would make it work. So before we get started, what are the things that you've already done and you're still in a place where you're like, I'm not waking up to the life that I truly know I'm meant to live? Have you tried meditation? Have you tried reading books? Have you tried certain people's programs? Have you? Because I'm so incredibly impressed and proud of the women that I meet because we are really truly wanting to get the nectar out of life and i don't meet people who have any you know deficiency in the realm of of searching for seeking more truth i mean i meet women who truly show up wanting to be on the personal development journey living into their potential so i know that you guys have been at this i know that i'm not your first rodeo that you have Spent time and invested time in your growth, and you've read books and you've spent money on programs and you've done apps. It's kind of like losing weight, right? Like, typically, when somebody wants to lose weight, they've tried before, you know, they've tried a certain kind of diet or they've tried a certain kind of boot camp or they try different things and they wind up in the same place. And so, it's a matter of understanding what is it about what you've been doing that hasn't worked. And so, Then we can understand what maybe will work because ultimately we need to be willing to keep asking that question because we're not giving up on our potential. We're not giving up on living into the future that we know that we're meant to live. That's not an option. So it's a matter of like, okay, so what what is going to work, right? So I'm just looking, but lots of books and programs, listen to podcasts, all of the above, inner child healing, Dr. Joe Dispenza, therapy, meditation, coaches, podcast, prayer, dreams, sound healing, thematic movement. Yeah. So I have some thoughts on what will work, so to speak, and why things don't work and what I think might be at the root. So, you know, everything is welcome in terms of feelings, you know, you teach your kids there's no there's no feeling that they should not allow themselves to feel. They should allow themselves to feel if they're angry, if they're sad, if they're feeling excited. You know, my mindfulness teacher used to say feelings are like visitors. They knock on the door and they just keep knocking louder, louder, louder until you let them in. And then once you feel a feeling, it tends to leave. It might leave after an hour. It might leave after a month, but if you feel it, it'll leave. It's there to move, right? Emotion is energy and motion. It needs to move. It needs to be seen. It needs to be witnessed. But as you go through the journey, and as I have been studying and really cultivating and understanding and awareness, there's one thing that the body can't process. You know how like certain things, They're sort of, you know, synthetic, you know, your body has a hard time processing things that are not whole foods. There's certain things that are harder to process. And there's one thing that we just can't witness. We can't be with because it doesn't belong. And do you know what that is? The word is shame. So much of what that song is addressing is an illusion. It's not even real. Shame is not something that we can process because it's not something that comes from within. It comes from outside. It's what we have interpreted about ourselves from some judgment somewhere outside of ourselves, and it keeps us from thriving. So my journey has been unique to me, just like each of yours is unique to you. And so my path, sort of started in Jerusalem and then moved into the mindfulness space, studying at UCLA, mindfulness and meditation. And then it sort of moved into the world of Dr. Joe and Byron Katie. And I've just been on my own sort of path. And the first piece of that path, the most amazing gift that I received when I was living in Jerusalem Even more than understanding the law of reception and Kabbalah and mysticism, even more than that was the, you know how on your computer, if you hit control, alt, delete, it will like reset. I felt like that time reset my identity, how I perceive who I am, how I perceive who you are, how I perceive the world, because one of the most profound things I ever learned Rabbi David Aaron said to me, I've repeated it so many times, which is, you are a masterpiece, a piece of the master, that it's all oneness and that we are each a piece of that oneness. And inherently, you don't have to earn anything because you already are. And that is a huge delta from what I learned about the world when I was growing up. And most people unconsciously don't believe they're worthy. They don't believe that they are enough and they believe that everything has to be earned because whether they were aware of it or not consciously, most people who I have met had some version of believing that love is earned. If you're a good girl, you'll be loved. If you get good grades, you'll be loved. If you lose weight, you'll be loved. And so we feel shame and we feel unworthy on a level that's so insidious that it keeps us from the wholeness that's already there. There's a deficiency, there's a lack. And it's usually because of what's passed down that our parents, even though they did the best job that they could, they may have felt that about themselves. And I remember that was such a mic drop. And I I asked Rabbi Aaron to explain to me, what does it mean that love is not earned? And he said, when he was dating his wife, he asked her, why do you love me? And she said, I have no reason to. And he was taken aback for a second. And then she said, I love you because I love you. If I had a reason to love you, it it would be the reason that I loved. Like, oh, I love you because you have this job. I love you because of this joke you made. No, I just love you. And what I came to understand is that the divine, which we each have a spark of that because we're each in this oneness, it just, it's loving us into life all the time. There's nothing we have to do to earn our life force, the oxygen, the soul. Like when I had my daughter, I have three daughters. So my first baby, my second baby, my third baby, I went through 11 rounds of fertility treatment and many miscarriages. I had a baby at one point who passed away from trisomy 18 I went through a lot of things. And so every time I had the baby, I was blown away by the amount of love I felt instantly for this being instantly before they ever said a word before they ever did. Anything. It was like this immediate, the love I would, you know, do anything for this being. And I also remember, you know, thinking like, what did I do to earn this beautiful baby? Did I earn it? No. It's just grace. Like, What could I have done to earn her face, her hands, her laugh? Nothing. It's just a gift. You can't earn something that big and you don't have to. So it's a really powerful shift. And the reason I say this is because we talked about, if you're going to paint the walls, you have to prime the walls first. You cannot pour a hose into a thimble. You have to have a vessel. You have to create the vessel. And when we don't feel worthy, when we don't inherently know love is available, we don't have to earn it, then it's almost impossible. Because whether you know it or not, if you start to become conscious of it, you'll realize that you talk to yourself more than you speak to anyone and you're not nice to yourself. You speak to yourself more than you speak to anyone else. And you are not kind. You are downright nasty and judgmental of yourself. Here's what you didn't do. Here's where you're falling short. You cannot receive if you've created a vessel that feels unworthy. So that's why we started this whole workshop with the worthiness. You have to understand. You have to literally shift from this ego, from this mind, this spinning identity that's not even you into where all your truth or all your power or all your capacity is to receive, that's when you start to have a life that is fully abundant. So we're going to go through some of these things. But one of the reasons that I believe that it probably hasn't worked is because the you that has shown up for those things is a you that has carried so much shame, whether you knew it or not. And you don't have to carry that anymore. One of my favorite poems is by Mary Oliver. It's called Wild Geese. It's all about this. And the very first line says it all. She says, you don't have to walk on your knees for a thousand miles in the desert. That first line is the whole poem. You've been walking on your knees for a thousand miles because you inherently believe that that that's it. You just got to keep earning it because you're never enough that is a problem. And the more we heal that, we will heal the world. You can't heal the world across the world if you or yourself are constantly in shame and lack in deficiency. What's the point? So that's number one. And so there are so many ways in which a lot of things don't work. Because When people, and we talked about it, whether you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to reach a certain goal, some people do that. They put themselves through some kind of like intensity. And then what happens? It goes away and they, you know, they regress or they gain the weight again. It's like Because you inherently have to feel the wholeness and the love that has to come first. So when I design these transformational programs, it's like, I've already seen it. I've been to the circus. I've seen the strings. I know what doesn't work. I know what has to happen for a person to actually have a transformation. Another piece that makes it not work is that once you start to understand spiritually how to tap in, how to move your vibration, you know, manipulating your own energy, changing your own energy, that's really your job. You have to get that. You have to get that the remote control to your energy is not given over to the environment or to other people. It's you. You're the one holding the remote control and you have to turn yourself on and change the channel. That's number one. You have to really get that. And you have to be aware of it all day long. Same way you just keep being aware of your iPhone and you plug it in when you need to. You got to be doing that with yourself. And a lot of times the reason that doesn't work is because you might do a five-minute meditation on an app, but then... You go right back into an environment where everyone's on a different radio station and you just fall back into it. And the reason why in my programs I show up live is because if I'm going to be there live, you'll find that you're there live. And it's different than watching recordings because you're having a lived experience and it starts to become part of your life. And then that's why we create these small accountability pods because the people who make a decision to value this and to reach for this, if they then become part of your life and you're texting each other throughout the day and keeping each other accountable. You know, a friend of mine got sober and he said he did it because he and a friend 35 years ago said, let's reach out to each other every single day and just let each other know we didn't drink today. They haven't missed a day in 35 years, just knowing that person's going to text and say, I didn't take a drink today. That accountability was huge. The other thing that's also part of this is that we were put here to contribute and to serve and our deep, deep contribution and our deep, deep fulfillment comes in the happiness of being a participant of showing up, of making someone else's day better. In order to do that, it's not just about our own wholeness. It's about giving it to someone else. And so part of what we've done in the method that I cultivate is it's about moving you into action once you're in alignment. Because every single person you've ever met has immense talent, truly, in different ways. They might not have cultivated it, but they have it. Every person has a talent for something. Some people are just good at listening. Some people are good at baking. Some people are good at organizing. Some people are good at facilitating and hosting or floral arranging. Everyone has a talent. But it doesn't really matter because the thing that's necessary is the execution of that talent. It's not enough to have talent. You have to execute. You have to share it. And so what we do in every one of my programs is it's not enough to sit around and kumbaya. Your real growth and fulfillment comes from once you plug in, you have to take the action and you have to give it away. That's how you wind up having a different life and a different result. So we sort of build it, right? And so my journey has been like, I spent the years in Jerusalem sort of having that local call with God to sort of connect me and ground me into the truth, the beauty, like there's nothing I need to do to be loved. You know, part of the reason, I don't know if you guys know this, but you know, every tradition, every, every beautiful wisdom tradition has its beauty. One of the things that I love about Judaism and the reason why there's only 15 million Jews in the world is because we don't convert people because we believe everyone's already intrinsically whole and everybody already has access to the divine. You don't need to be Jewish to have access to God. Every person has access to that. That is such a difference. That's such a mic drop to think you already have it within you. So I started with that. That's pretty profound is knowing that you are needed. You are here. You are whole. You are loved. I mean, that is so big as just a way of looking at. I don't have to earn love. I don't have to. I just am. I just, I just have to know it's already here. It's already done. Number one. Number two, I had to learn how to tame and self regulate my nervous system, which is why I. Spent the time at UCLA to learn mindfulness and meditation. And I got certified teaching meditation because this brain, it's ours to have dominion over. And then we realized that the mind is not in the mind, the mind is in the body, right? The cortisol creates the cellular feeling of either we're in expansion, we're in receptivity, or we're in restriction, we're in fear. We've got to get ahead of the mind. We've got to get beyond the mind, right? We're not working from the mind. We're working from consciousness. That is actually bigger than the mind. And we have to move into that so that we can move into our real power. And then from there, I took a lot of inspired action and I started building a business. And that business was about fulfillment and it wasn't about a job. It was about doing my life's work. And so what I teach you in these programs is these three components. It's like, first you plug in, to your divinity, your soul, your inherent worth, the wholeness that makes you part of the whole. Then you plug into understanding and having a capacity, a muscle to tame the spinning mind and to actually find and memorize your way back to where all your real downloads come from, which is not in here, it's in here. And then you go into the world And you take decisive action to contribute your gifts. And you come from a place of generosity. You're not looking at what's coming back. You're looking at what you're giving. And you don't realize when you put those three things together, you can't help but become a magnet for abundance. You're abundant in every way. You're abundant in how you feel every day. You're abundant in your friendships. You're abundant in the opportunities that come to you. You're abundant in money. You're abundant in everything. So that's my thought now people will say to me these are the reasons why I can't do this why I can't complete your program anybody's program and one of the reasons is what let's go through all of them what's one of the reasons people say that they can't do my program or somebody else's program tell me one reason you think people say I see fear money time money okay so let's start with time because I saw it come up let's understand time for a second okay okay do you know why there is a saying that says, if you want something done, give it to a busy person? Do you know why? What people think, and they really do, we think a lot of things that are just plain lies. Like we literally walk around thinking things that are not facts and gets us into lots of trouble. One of the things people think is that if they had more time, they would get more done. Do you think that's true? Do you think if people had more time, they'd get more done? As I can tell you, It's not true because we've done all these studies and it's never true. People don't need more time to get things done. In fact, it's worse. When somebody gets laid off or somebody takes a sabbatical or somebody has like a two-week break, they get less done. So what do people need? Do they need more time to get things done? No. Here's what we found. When you are in a different state, a different peak state, a different energetic, a different frame of mind. You could get more done in 11 minutes if you feel bold, yes or no. If you feel clarity, you can get more done with 30 minutes than with six weeks where you don't feel that you are in that state of boldness. When I teach people how to build a business, I say, I probably need 40 of your minutes a day. People spend on average, you know how much time people spend on average scrolling their phone every day? It's actually about four hours. And people will look me straight in the face and they'll say, I don't have time to start a business. And I say, can I have your phone? I just want to look at your screen time. And people get so freaked out when I say that. They don't like it. I go, just let me see your phone. I go, here, let's do this. Let's set this thing on your phone which will tell you how much you've been on your phone all week, come back to me in a week and look me straight in the face and tell me you don't have time. Time is more valuable than money, isn't it? Because time is something that no matter whether you're Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Barbara Streisand, like there will be a moment when the time is up. You don't take your money with you. But people will spend, 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 spend their time doing all the things that they don't need to be doing. And then I say, well, actually, if you could spend 45 minutes a day doing what you really need to be doing, you'll change your whole life. And they say, oh, I actually, now I realize I have 45 minutes. In fact, I have like three hours that I was on my phone. I will never remember when I'm 85, those three Instagram reels that I looked at. So, yeah, I have the time. Now, in order for you to have the real truth with yourself, what's required for you to spend the 45 minutes? What's the real reason people say they don't have time? Because they flat out have the time. We we make time for what we want to make time for. I mean, I have three children who I'm really involved with. And I have a really big amount of things to do with my job. And like, I have plenty of time I'm hosting a big event tonight. I have plenty of time in order for you to get it done. Yeah, you're saying it. Why do people actually not do it? They're afraid. And why are they afraid? Because they're not connected to their self. They're connected to this fake self in the brain. So what are they walking around with? Shame. I'm not enough. I'm I'm scared. Who would I be to do this? I don't have the, you're completely held apart from yourself, your truth, your power. People walk around afraid. If you were feeling lit, courageous, if you could see further than you saw before, because you have a wider perspective, because you're coming from a view of reality that actually is what reality is, where all potentials exist, and you were feeling your place in the order of things. You would just move. The reason why most people don't is because it goes back to how they feel about themselves. And I'm telling you, it's so insidious. So the answer is, if people say they can't do my program because they don't have the two hours a week, you have it. You can move heaven and earth if you want to to watch a replay or come to half of it live, you have it. It's because it's a belief that it doesn't matter anyway. It's a belief that even if you showed up, you go to the gym, forget it. It won't work. You don't believe that it's actually going to work. So why do it? And there's a part of you that has so gotten comfortable sitting on the bench. You don't want to get in the game because it's uncomfortable, but nobody's eating chocolate cake on a treadmill because There is a reason why the stretch is really good. It's good to stretch. Got to get uncomfortable. So good, right? So we've got time. We've got time. In fact, thank God we have time because there'll be a day where there's no more time. So we've got time. Now, what about the money piece? People say, I don't have the money. So when it comes to those of you, if you're one of those people who wants to start a business or grow a business, that business is on the other side of you making an offer. You have so much to offer. You're sitting on gold. What does that mean? The more offers you make, the more money you make. We exchange money for things that people need or want. My friend Allison was a teacher and they needed more money. You know what she started to do? She started to look around her house. She put something up on eBay, pillowcases, magnets. She started to find some money, started making some money. She started realizing, oh my gosh, wait, I'm just thinking about things a little bit this way. I can think about this way. We had somebody in our class who said, I want to, I want to take the class, but I don't have any money. And I'm a single mom. And I watch my daughter all day long. She DM me. She said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to offer to watch someone else's kid while I'm watching my kid. Now I'm going to make money doing the thing I'm doing anyway. She wound up watching another kid. Her daughter then had a playmate. They were like 18 months old. And she wound up paying for the class and then started a business and she started a knitting business. And then she started teaching knitting and she wound up making about $4,500 in the first like three months. She started making offers. We have watched so many people start putting offers into the world, start teaching people Spanish, start taking photographs for people's baby, you know, when the baby was born, start Making things, doing things. I had a a friend of mine who had a real health problem and wanted to make some money. And so she said she called up this Ayurvedic uh, health school where she had taken some classes. And she said, Could I send people to you? Would you give me a referral fee? They said, Sure. So she wound up sending tons and tons of people there. She didn't even have to make a thing, she was just promoting a thing. And she wound up making about a thousand dollars for every person who signed up for this like program that they have. So she calls me. She's like, you won't believe it. I just made $36,000. I went on Instagram every day. I told people about this thing that I had done. It's unbelievable. What's available? It's unbelievable, but it's about making offers. And then it's about understanding that every one of us, every business starts with one customer. Every one of you knows your first five customers already. You already know them. You just haven't made the offer. And why haven't you made the offer? You don't think you're enough. And why haven't you thought you're enough? Because it goes back to what we talked about. There is so much money available. And also, we get in life what we have the courage to ask for. We get in life what we have the courage to ask for. And we need to create a bigger vessel that is courageous enough to receive when somebody, even now, gives you something, do you say, thank you so much? Or do you notice in your mind an instinct that wants to go, no, no, you don't have to do that. Are you, the, you don't have to do that person? Or are you like, thank you so much. When somebody gives you a compliment, it's like, you look so beautiful. Do you go, oh my God, no, stop. Or do you go, thank you so much. Where is your capacity to receive? In your relationships currently with your parents, with your spouse, with your kids, how much reciprocity have you created? How much self-worth is creating what you receive in that relationship? Where is the standard you set? Hey, guys, here's what I need and want. Thank you so much. Or how much are you depleted? We have to change that in order to change that with money as well, right? It's time to get bold about that. But money is literally all around us. There are people right now looking for what you have. There are people right now who are looking for the person who can help them organize their closet. And you know how to do that, but you're not putting your offer out. So they'll go find someone else. There are people right now who are looking for someone to teach them how to do taxes by themselves. We had somebody start a business like that. We've had people start all kinds of businesses. There are people right now looking for that, right? But you didn't raise your hand. You know why? You tell yourself, I'm not enough. They should hire someone else. I'm not. I have a friend who's coming to the event tonight who started a business making banana bread. Sells it out. Now she caters, has this very specific niche thing. She makes her banana bread. Amazing. Like there are people right now looking for you and it's about putting it out in the world. We had an amazing episode on our show and this woman was talking about how she was totally broke. She had about $61 in her bank account and she heard Dave Ramsey say, if you want to turn something into money, go home right now and people will pay you on the street if you bake something. And she was like, I've never baked anything in my life. And so she goes home and she makes cupcakes and she, she's like not a baker. And she goes outside and sure enough, yeah, Mignon Francois, you guys know who she is. She's amazing. She goes outside. She turned, it was a $6 box of cupcake mix. She turned it into about $25. She's like, that's amazing. So she did it again. And she started going door to door. And then she got a little truck. I mean, it's just amazing. And she is a multimillionaire. And you have to listen to that episode. You have to listen to that episode because it will bless your soul. It's like going to church. She's amazing. She's truly incredible, but- It's all right in front of you, but you have to look again. You have to look again, but it is all right in front of you. And what I say to people often is like, if you're living from scarcity or if you're living from this place of where you're at, what's going to be different in three months? Because if anything, if I didn't right now have my offer in the world, or if I was missing a way to build an audience, or if I was missing a way of having the accountability of how to really understand sales from a way that's not selling. It's just really serving, right? Sales is basically, I'll just tell you right now, we'll get into this inside the program. There's four stages to building a business, visibility, engagement, lead generation, and then the sale takes care of itself. You gotta be visible first. You have to raise your hand. You have to say, hi, I'm here, right? She went outside with her cupcakes. Hi, I'm here. Then there's the engagement. You don't just go sell it. You offer somebody, do you wanna taste it? You ask people questions, you engage. What are you looking for? Do you like banana? Do you like cinnamon, right? Then the sale takes care of themselves. People come to you and say, hey, can I have that? When I started talking to songwriters about songwriting, people started saying to me, how do you do that? And I started a class in my living room with 10 people. It was like 200 bucks to come to my house for five hours. Next thing I know, more people want to come. Next thing I know, I'm like taking notes going, what else do they want to learn? What else do they want to learn? I rented a theater, I got resourceful. I found a theater that was about $100 an hour with 50 seats. Then I started charging people to come to that, sold out the theater. I was like, oh my God, I just made a few thousand dollars to teach songwriters the business of songwriting. Then a friend of mine said, do it online. I had no Instagram account, literally, I had no anything, but I decided to create my first webinar and do it online. So I created this really messy little link and I went live. I was pregnant with my. Third daughter. I was seven months pregnant. It was July. It was hot. No air conditioning back then. And I go live, and I hadn't even practiced the software. I was just like, let's just see what happens. And I offered them an online version of the class for nine ninety seven. It was thousand dollars to learn from me the business of songwriting. One hundred and forty seven people bought the class. I made one hundred and forty seven thousand dollars. And I will tell you, there was parts of me saying, "Who am I to teach this?" There's other songwriters that are more famous, but I'm like, but they're not teaching it. I'm like, I'm teaching it. Let's go. Next thing I know, we had so much demand for the class. I taught it again. And I had like a two-week-old baby at that point. And I made the class $2,000. People didn't bat an eye. We had 441 people take the class. I was like, oh my God, I just made $800-something thousand dollars. Then we did the class again. Then one of my songwriting students said, you should start a podcast. This is so inspiring. So, because I did that, I started a podcast. The rest is history, but it's incredible. You know, when I started in my songwriting business, this is something else you need to know. I was sitting there, I had just quit my real estate job that I hated, my commercial real estate job. And I was at home thinking, like, here I am, and I have a guitar, and I have a voice, and I have a pen and paper to write lyrics, but I don't have an opportunity. So, I started saying, why don't I just make the offer? So, I started cold calling. ABC asking for the music department. NBC asking. I was asking these people who worked on TV shows, and I was terrified, and my hand was shaking. And I thought to myself, "Well, I'm either going to let my hand shake and put the phone down and stop, or I'm going to push through this fear and work with this fear and make the offer." And I started saying, "Do you need music written? Do you need music written?" And yeah, some days people were rude, and yeah, some days people were like, "No, don't call back," and other days people said, "Oh." Yeah, we're working on a show about sisters. Can you write something? And I'm like, sure, coming right up. And guess what? Wrote a song for them. They gave me $9,500 to license the song. I was like, wow, I just had to make the offer. And friends of mine were saying, how do you do that? I'm like, it's literally available. You can find the email addresses and phone numbers of Netflix. Like it's right there. Like just, you got to have the courage to make the call, to send the email. So then I had gathered about. 70 or so email addresses to different, they call them music supervisors. And I sent them an email and it said, mochas and music. And there was a little cartoon picture of a girl with a guitar and then a plus sign and then a picture of a Starbucks latte. And I said, step one, tell me your favorite coffee drink. Step two, tell me when to bring it by. And step three, I'll bring you music and coffee. So there I was bringing people music on a CD or a disc drive and coffee. And you know what happened? They started to say, thanks so much tell me about you. And I was like, no, no, tell me about you because business is empathy. So I started saying, what are you working on? What do you need? What story are you telling? And people were like, oh my God, she actually wants to know what I need. And I'm like, yeah, because business is about you just tell me what you need and I'll go get it. And I started writing songs and I started getting all these opportunities. And by the time I turned around, there was a full page article about me in Billboard magazine. Then there was a full page article with a half page picture of me in variety magazine people were saying, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And I'm like, make the offer. What are you doing? You're sitting in your house all day. Make the offer. It's right there. And I realized how many people just couldn't see that the opportunity was there because they just didn't make the offer. And that's a really niche, competitive business. And I turned that business to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And that's why people said, how do you do that? Teach me. And then I realized for every song I sold, There was a line of people that want to know how I sold the song. And so I started teaching the business of how I did that. And then one of those people said, start a podcast. So I started a podcast and I just kept yes, ending, yes, ending, yes, ending. And why could I do that with having three kids and no time? Because I felt the vibe. It wasn't about pressure. It wasn't about having to do it right. It was just show up. You have more than enough to give. There's so much money on the other side of you having the courage to start seeing clearly that you have what to offer and you start to put it in the world. So time, money, then there's also what else? I mean, I want to talk about this. You know, there's the self-doubt piece, but there's the way that our friends and family corroborate the self-doubt because they have it for themselves. It's not like they're giving it to you. They give it to themselves. When you tell people that you're going to take this program or you're thinking about taking this program, what are the things people say that make you go, I'm not going to take it? Do they say like, you've already spent money on that. You don't need that. Like, what do people say? Because you need to be conscious. The only reason, by the way, that you'll give power to it is because a part of you goes, I know, I agree with you. And that's fine. Like you're allowed to have any feeling. I don't take it personally anyway. It doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me though, is when I see people who choose a belief that they don't realize they're choosing. And then they keep staying in the same place every single day, like Groundhog Day. And that's amazing, by the way, that some of you have husbands that say, go for it, right? You are often around people who haven't necessarily achieved what they want to achieve. And so they start to tell themselves it's not possible. And then their mind gives them the evidence of it's not possible. Here's why. But your brain will give you the evidence of whatever you tell it. So if you start telling yourself, I believe this is possible, you'll start seeing evidence that it is. If you start telling yourself, I am capable of so much more, I am whole, I am light, I have so much more capacity for genius, and you will find it. You will find it. So I want to celebrate. Those of you who already joined the program, I'm curious, how did you push past this? Because I'm sure some of you were scared. Honestly, I'm just curious because... How we do one thing is how we do everything. And it's inspiring to everybody else. I want to celebrate you for having the courage to do that. Essentially, the bottom line is that everything is a little bit different. You know, my sister and I grew up in the same living room. Even we're different. You know, everything is different. So why is this different? First of all, I think it starts with, you know, whose energy is leading it. But it's also really different in structure, you know, if you've tried programs before that were pre-recorded, and a lot of times people will do that because they're like, well, it's less expensive. And it's like, well, you you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? Like if you want to buy something that people buy podcasting courses all the time and they're like a hundred bucks or whatever they are, and they don't actually finish the podcast because they don't actually implement it. Because more than the information, you need a process that's going to implement and transform. You need an implementation and transformation more than information. But what we've done is we've developed sort of a three-part process that moves you through. Here's where you begin to start to change the energy. Here's where you begin to start to understand practically, tangibly, what are you doing with your career? What do we need to do right now? And it starts to give you a structure because I'm with you live. So it's really different than anything that's out there. And that's why it costs what it costs because you're, you're getting the actual human time. Right. And if you were to hire me privately, which I don't do, but if you hire a coach privately, it's many, many, many times that, you know, people will come to me and say, gosh, Kath, you know, you're not a therapist, but therapy costs. If I break it down a lot more, and it's not necessarily going to help me the way that this does. But sometimes therapists are amazing and they're worth everything that they charge and you should go for it. It depends. You have to know where you are and you have to know yourself. So I want to tell you, I want to repeat a couple things. Number one, this Facebook group that some of you have been join, joining in, in on, it closes on Friday. Enrollment for the program closes on a Friday. Our first class is Monday. I will be beginning our curriculum with you so that you start out a whole understanding and a plan for the whole program of how you're going to wake up every day and have a morning practice. We'll be going over that on Monday. And then Samantha is coming in to do a much longer breath work session with you because we need to tap into the somatic elements to really relax the nervous system so that we can set you up for success, right? Everybody hits the dip. We're going to talk about this in the program. Every single one of us hits the dip. We hit our resistance. We got to anticipate that. We got to have tools. We got to know how to be ahead of it because a great basketball player is great at basketball because they anticipate what the next player is going to do. You can't be blindsided by your resistance. And so we're going to set you up for that. And then we're going to start moving into the combo of the energy, sort of moving into understanding how to become a better elevated vibration for ourselves. And then we're going to start talking really quickly about braiding together. What are the practical steps in your career? And how do we start to do that? And we're going to be doing that throughout the whole program. So enrollment closes on Friday. And on Friday, for those of you who come back, we're going to do a session tomorrow and Friday. And on Friday, we're going to reveal the winner. You're going to get headphones as well as $1,000. All you need to do is be joining us for the next three days. So I'm glad you're here. Those of you who are with us today, tomorrow and Friday, you'll, you'll be eligible. And you also need to leave a review for the podcast if the podcast has inspired you. This is the what the podcast is a lot like, and I hope you've already subscribed. And also just go share one of my reels on your Instagram. Does anyone have any other questions before we hop off about any of the topics, any of the things that we've talked about? What are you leaving here today? What nugget helped you today? Whether it was a business piece, piece about your mindset, your energy, what helped you just now? Having courage, make the offer. So we're going to talk about that. You're sitting on gold. You have so much to offer. And we're going to talk about what keeps us from making those offers. It's actually a very insidious thing. It's called codependency. We worry what people think about us, and it keeps us in shackles. When you set down codependency, you'll be so free. You're going to start creating content. You're going to create a podcast. You're going to start make you're making so many things. When you set down how worried you are about other people's approval that you don't even realize you are. It's so freeing when you just do you, you just live your life according to you. You won't believe, then you'll charge what you want. You'll say what you want, right? If you didn't worry about what people were going to say or think about you, you could just put an offer out today, but it goes back to all of that. We've got to delete that. So how many of you are making this choice to come with us on this journey because you want an insurance policy that you are going to be in a different place three months from now? I think that's a really good decision. And those people who think that they will get different results doing the same thing they've done, I don't think so. I think what we've learned today is that the reason things don't work is because they don't work unless we work. And how do we work? We got to plug into a different identity. We need accountability. We need consistency. And we can't only focus on the spiritual elevation. We need to do because the doing creates confidence, which creates more momentum, which creates more belief. And so I think a lot of times in the past, people have taken programs that don't offer accountability. They're just pre recorded. They're not actually there with the mentor. That's a big problem. And I think the other thing is you've gotten one piece but you actually haven't gotten the other piece, which builds confidence and momentum. It forces you to contribute and to do and understands the codependency piece. And I think you need a step-by-step guide. I don't think it's enough to just meditate. I think you need the meditation, which is gonna lay the groundwork. And then I think you need to know exactly what step to take so that if you only have 11 minutes, you take the right action and you have the courage to take the right action you'll change your life. If you guys spent 11 minutes with me a day, having the courage to take bold, right action, you will have a different life in 90 days. So that is why we create what we create. And I would love to have you guys in it with us. We're coming back for two more days. Tomorrow, we're going to do an open house to show you a little bit more inside. And not only we get to see it, but we'll reveal some of the, the teachings of each one. Why not? You're here. Let's start teaching it. Like I say, give all the information, give it away. Then it's about, if you really want to implement it with me, we do that inside this program. It's very, very different. And then on Friday, it'll be reserved for coaching. So I will be here to answer questions and to coach. So you can go to kathyeller.com slash join to join us. I fully can see your own greatness. And I fully with every cell in my body know that you haven't scratched the surface of how much more joy you can feel and how much more you can contribute and how much more money you can allow in. That is a fact. And it's up to you to decide what you're subscribing to. And I love you no matter what, but I really am excited because I really want to make sure that everybody who's in here, you'll feel it. You'll see you will be held and we won't let you fall through the cracks. That's the way that we set up this program. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for an amazing session. And we'll talk to you soon.